You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Here we are, friends, another episode of the Rock Your Life Podcast. I am Chasta, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today and spending a little time with me. We need to laugh together. We need to love. We need to find some good stuff to focus on because things are absolutely nuts right now in the world. And uh, we're seeing pictures and images and videos every single day that are just absolutely heart-wrenching. And so here's the truth of the matter. And I always keep it 100 with you guys. That's just how I roll. I've had a hard time this week going on the radio and keeping it light and fun and cheery and silly because of everything that's happening in the world and what we're seeing. But that is my job on the radio is to bring some love and light and laughter, hopefully, if I'm doing my job well and distract people from the chaos of their lives. Um, And here we do that too, but we also go a little bit deeper because we have the time, we can take a deep breath together and kick back and chat through some stuff. And that's what I want to do today. Um, I am not a foreign uh, policy expert, nor would I ever pretend to be. I have been very, very interested in uh, world news and politics my whole life because that's what I thought I was going to do. I also have been in news and information-based radio for 20 years, uh, as well as being a music jock. Um, So it's definitely interesting to me and always has been, but I won't do that here. This is not a place for that anyway. Um, This is a place to focus on The good, bad, and ugly, and how to get through the latter two. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So this specific podcast was inspired by Mel Robbins. I don't know if you know who that is. She's a fantastic author, one of my absolute favorite authors and humans on the entire planet. She came out with a recent Audible book, and it's called Here's Exactly What to Do. It's a series of sort of kind of podcast on Audible, and she goes through a ton of different topics. And one that just hit me absolutely in the chest was when she talked about meditation versus mindfulness. Because here's the truth of the matter. I a lot of times feel like meditation is sort of something that I'm trying to squeeze into my very busy day. It's like something on the things to do list. Like, oh, I got to work out. Oh, I got to drink water. Oh, I got to meditate. And that quite frankly, does not feel like a good mental place to be when you're trying to hum and chill the F out. You know what I'm saying? Like to be rushed into meditation is not really the vibe. It's like running to go get a massage. Like you're all stressed out when you get to, you know, your massage and then you're like, okay, now I'll try to uh, be calm. It doesn't really work out. That's not what we want to do. We don't want to squeeze meditation out of a turnip here. We want to Be more mindful. And when she broke this down in this podcast, it just hit me. I was like, oh, my God, this is, yes, yes, this is what I've been talking about or thinking of but couldn't find the right words. And that is the role that Mel Robbins plays in my life and millions of other people's lives is she just knows how to put stuff in a way that can enter your brain in the best way possible. So here's the difference, basically, layman's terms. Meditation, you sit down, you're super hyper-focused, you breathe, you try to clear your mind and all of that good stuff. We know what meditation is. Mindfulness is finding small moments in the day to connect with. 
to be present with. And I have really been focusing on mindfulness lately in the last few months, especially when my life has been super busy and chaotic, which it always is. Um, But add to that all the tragic stuff happening in the world. If you're watching the news, you're seeing it on social, it can put you into a a really bad place really, really quickly. And I want to watch those things and take that in because I want to be an active citizen in helping any way that I can. If I can give money, if I can protest, if I can lend my voice, whatever I can do to be helpful, I want to do that. So I do pay attention. I pay a lot of attention um, to a lot of news items like that. But there is a point where you can't handle it anymore, you know, and you do have to check out. You have to breathe. You have to get out of your own head. And that's where I've been using mindfulness recently to just connect with very brief moments in my life. Instead of trying to find 5, 10, 15 minutes to get cozy and comfy and quiet and have the whole world sort of stop, it that has just felt impossible to me. Mindfulness, however, is finding maybe a minute or maybe just recognizing a really special moment and just pausing in that moment, connecting to it with your senses, and it makes it more memorable. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So recently on Valentine's Day, that weekend, I like to nod Valentine's Day, not just to the people that I love, but to my sp- myself. I like to do a little extra self-care because here's the truth. I don't really need a reminder to love on the people that I love. I'm a very lovey-dovey person. I'm a cancer. I like to hug. I like to love on people. I like to tell people that I think they're wonderful and amazing and special. That is my nature every day of the week, not just on Valentine's Day. What I do need a reminder on is loving on myself. So I like to, when Valentine's Day rolls around, go, hey, this is a good reminder that you need to give yourself a little extra attention and do something that makes you really happy. Give yourself some alone time. So I booked a massage. Nice little treat for myself. So I go to the massage place and they have a hot tub. And so I go in the hot tub and I'm sitting there and it's open, you know, to the rest of the people. So there are people coming in and out. And I thought, okay, in this moment, I'm going to be mindful. I am in this hot tub. I do not have access to my phone. Not one single human can reach me. I'm just going to sit here and feel the water (laughs) and pay attention to the tiny little things around me. And I kid you not, when I decided to do that, I locked in on the bubbles. (laughs) This sounds so silly coming out of my mouth, but follow me on this, okay? I swear it was profound. I started watching the bubbles and how they were sort of swirling around in the water. And I reached out and I just held my hand on top of them. And I just let myself notice the way they were moving, the sound that they were making, the way they felt when I was just touching the top of the bubbles as they kind of went past me. They felt like velvet, I honestly have never taken the time to just quietly sit for however long I was sitting there doing that, three to five minutes, I don't know, and let myself just feel bubbles. Again, I know how simple and ridiculous that may sound to you, but I was so locked in on the senses surrounding that moment that my mind just let go. I relaxed. I was breathing. I was in the moment. I was noticing how things sounded, smelled, felt. And I know people were coming and going in and out of the hot tub, and I know there were people around me. I had no idea what was going on around me. I was completely zoned out. People who were around me probably thought I was high. I'm 
almost positive. But it was such a profound moment. And I thought, I did it. That was being mindful. That was just letting myself be. And as silly as that sounds to focus on bubbles, it was so powerful to me because I could allow myself to just be in the moment, to not go over all of the tabs in my brain and all of the things that I have to do because that's how my mind works. Yours is probably the same, running 100 miles an hour all day, all night, 24-7. Right before you go to bed, you're going through all the things you need to do tomorrow. But in this moment, I would just, it was simple. I just focused on one tiny little thing and, and I just took deep breaths through it and it was as simple as that, how calming it was to me. So as I was driving home from that moment, I thought, ah, this is my new thing, this is my new thing. I'm gonna be mindful, damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna take these tiny little moments. And I have to tell you, since that moment, since the bubble incident, I really have been paying so much more attention to these tiny little moments. And it has helped me tremendously with my anxiety. I have mentioned on this podcast several times, um, sort of in passing, that I deal with anxiety. Um, I don't know that I've done a deep dive into it necessarily, but it is something that I deal with. I have to breathe through. Um, and the, these little mindfulness moments have really, really helped. A couple days later, I was thinking about the bubbles, and I had just done yoga. This was on a Sunday. I had just done, we had just done family yoga, and Jay got up, and he was cooking lunch, and Cody came over and sort of tackled me. He tries to do yoga with Jay and I. It's the cutest thing ever. But he comes over and sort of tackles me, right? And so I fall back on my yoga mat, and he's laying on top of me and giving me kisses and just being a silly, cute little five-year-old. And he has long hair, past his shoulders long hair. So as he's laying on top of me and tickling me and stuff, his hair was laying on my face, and it hit me. This is a mindful moment. And so I just sat there and I, this sounds so stalkerish <laughs> and sort of psychotic, but I just sat there. If you're a parent, you're going to follow me on this. I just sat there and smelled his hair. I guess he was playing and tickling. We were laughing and stuff. I just took it all in, listening to how his laugh was, feeling how his little angel baby blonde hair felt as it went across my face. And I thought, this is a moment that I need to soak up because he's not going to be five forever. He's not going to have this baby angel hair forever. And he's not going to want to wrestle around with me after yoga for very much longer at all. And these are the moments when I'm, you know, old and gray, grayer, I will look back and remember. And you know what? Focusing on that moment took my anxiety away. It it allowed me to breathe because I was paying attention to the sounds of the moment, the smells of the moment, the way his his hair felt on my face and how soft it was. And honest to God, now thinking back to just that three to five minutes again, I can relive it. It slowed time down, honestly. And as I sit here telling you this, I'm back in that moment in my brain. That is being mindful. And you don't have to sit and hum and cross your legs and get everything quiet and zen and all that stuff for 10 minutes to get a moment like that. You just need to recognize when those moments are upon you and soak them in. And that has helped me tremendously get through some really tough times in the last several months when life has been too chaotic and it's been too hard. I needed to just slow life down for a second this has really, really helped. I don't want you to feel like me that motivation is on your things to-do list because that's just not the way to do it. 
You're not going to get there. Your brain's not going to allow itself to to clear and be I don't even know what that means honestly a clear mind where nothing's in my brain I don't I don't understand that that's just not the way I'm built I've never even when I've tried to meditate and I have I've never gotten to like a completely clear brain if you can do that by all means my god you are a hero to me because I can't but I can certainly soak up some moments and if you deal with anxiety I do recommend you try this let me know what moments you soak up. I'd love to hear them because once you start soaking them up, they become more apparent to you and you start soaking up your day in a better way. It's just like writing my gratitude journal every morning. I write down my five things I'm grateful for every morning. It's one of the first things I do. And if you go around life looking for things to be grateful for, that makes your day better. It just does. This is the same sort of concept. I'm looking for little moments to soak in. You know, the other day, walking with my son, hand in hand, I was looking at our shadows, and I was noticing, you know, how tall he's gotten. And it just, it really did slow down time. I promise. Try it. Let me know how it affects you. Let me know the moments that you stop and are mindful of. And make sure you go through those senses. How does it smell, taste, feel? What are you hearing? If you look up any article on any website about anxiety, you will find that they tell you to use your senses to ground yourself. In fact, there's a a 333 rule uh, that's out there. And basically, that's name three sounds you hear, move three parts of your body, you know, roll your ankles, your fingers, your arms, whatever, and name three things you see. And that's a grounding mechanism. Because when your your brain's going 100 miles an hour, it's a mental trick to help center yourself and sort of bring yourself back, boom, to the present moment. So try those things. Let me know. I would love, love, love to hear them. And hey, shout out to Mel Robbins. She really, really, really helped me um, kind of figure all of this out in my head. If you are a member of Audible, this is not an ad, by the way. I am a junkie for Audible. <laughs> I will say that. They should pay me, but they don't. Uh, but if you're a part of Audible, it's in your membership or whatever it's called. So it's called Here's Exactly What to Do by Mel Robbins. And I do want to give you just a tiny bit of homework here. It's fun homework, I promise, okay? The very first episode of the Rocker Life podcast that I ever did was called The Joy List. And, well, actually, no, it was the first real episode. The first episode was me explaining what Rock Your Life is, I believe. I have to go back and look myself. Anyways, the point is, go back to the very beginning. Scroll back and listen to the joy episode, the joyless episode, because that was super simple. But my gosh, I got such huge feedback from people who listened to that. The idea is to just simply take pen to paper and write down small things that bring you joy. I'll give you just a couple of mine. Mine are the smell of jasmine or a a candle flickering, specifically in a New Orleans-style lamp. That's like one of my favorite things in the world. But those are just two tiny little things. Write down a list of things that make bring you joy. Because today, in the crazy world, a world gone completely mad, you need those things that ground you. You need tiny little pleasures in life because life feels super overwhelming every day. We have lived through multiple years of a worldwide pandemic and here we are with everything else on top of that right now you need to stop down and find these moments to soak up and find little slices of joy so go back and listen to that podcast if you haven't already and write your little joy list and soak it up
Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate this 15 minutes of your time. It means more to me than you even could possibly know. I love you so much. I'll talk to you next time. In the meantime, remember, rock your life.